the attitude uh, you have about life is very important. It's more important than, than what you do. Attitude is like the way you look at life. How you perceive, how do you look at your life? Depending on the attitude you have, your life will turn out very, very differently. So how do you see? I mean, in one phrase, how do you see your life? What is your understanding of what life is? St. Paul said this, we walk by faith, not by sight. This summarizes Paul's understanding of life. This one small phrase tells us what attitude he had about life. Walk by faith, not by sight. What does that mean? He saw that life is more than what he could see. There's things that you can see in life and there, is, there are things that you cannot see. That's how he saw life. What he, see, what he saw was not everything. He realized there are things that he, do not, he did not see. So, live by faith, not by sight. He discovered the truth about life. He realized that life is more than what he could see. How do you live? Do you live only by what you can see? Or do you also recognize that there is something about life that you do not see? For me personally, what excites me about life is not what I see. What excites me, what gives me thrill about life is what I don't see. There are many more things that are hidden in what we do not see. I experience daily, daily that, oh, life is much bigger than what I can see, touch, and feel. If, I, if what I see is everything, it is depressing. Because it will disappear soon. What I see always goes away. And also what we see around us is fight, struggles, conflicts, war, sickness, and death. That's what I see around me. A lot of tears I see. A lot of sadness, sorrows I see. A lot of troubles I see. A lot of problems I see. But with God, I can pursue what is much, much bigger than what I see. My friends, I believe that life's secret is hidden in what you don't see. The beauty and wonderful, beautiful and wonderful treasures of life are hidden 
in what you do not see, not in what you see. That's why St. Paul said this. We look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. How true that is. Whatever you see, it doesn't matter how beautiful they may be, whatever you can see with your eyes will soon disappear. They are temporary. What is eternal cannot be seen. What is eternal, whatever is eternal cannot be seen with your eyes. Bigger things are hidden in what we cannot see. Beautiful things are hidden in what we cannot see. Death is what you see. The resurrection is what you don't see. Suffering is what you see. But the glory is not what you can see. Money is what you can see. But the happiness is what you cannot see. Reality is what you see. But the promise is not what you can see because it's not fulfilled yet. So there are a lot of good things in what you cannot see. What you see is only partial. If you accept that aspect of life, if you accept that beautiful things are hidden in what you cannot see, then you realize that I need faith. You realize that I need faith. If life is about what we cannot see, then what I need is faith. Every day I need faith to be able to deal with what I cannot see in life. Faith is the only way to deal with what we cannot see. That's why Hebrew writer said this. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Conviction of things not seen. My friends, just because you cannot see beautiful things and good things happening in your life, don't get too discouraged. Don't give up. Just because you don't see good things happening in your life right now, don't get discouraged and frustrated and give up. Don't do that. When we have faith, we can go beyond miseries, suffering, hardships, hopelessness, even death that we see around us. Faith helps us to move on even though we do not see good things happening around us. That gives us strength to move on and the courage to move on. We can take the first bold step even though we cannot see the whole picture. That's what Martin Luther King Jr. said. Faith is taking the first step 
even when you don't see the whole staircase. Yes, that's what faith is. When we have faith, we can take the bold step, faithful step, even though we may not see the whole picture of our life. We don't know about tomorrow. We don't know about our future. We don't know what is waiting for us. But yet, today, we can take a faithful and bold step. You know, with God, it is wonderful that when, when I'm with God, I feel comfortable with what, what I cannot see. That's what I feel. Without God, when you live your life only by what you see, then when you, when you don't see, you get very uncomfortable. You're, not, uh, uh, you're very anxious. When you cannot see what's going on around me, you get very anxious, nervous. But with God, we can be quite comfortable with what we cannot see. That's a wonderful thing about knowing God. Isaiah was speaking to people in exile. I'm not going to go over all the history, but you have to understand the history to uh, really understand the past. But we can uh, go without it. So I'm not going to go over all the history. But simply speaking, Babylon invaded Israel, like uh, so, uh, the, the Russia invaded uh, Ukraine, the Babylon invaded uh, uh, Israel, uh, Israel, and a lot of people were taken as captives. So they took them away to Babylon. And life in Babylon at first was very, very difficult. They lost their temple. They lost their God, they lost their worship, their, uh, they lost their sacrificial system, they lost their families and friends and brothers and sisters, and they lost everything. And they were taken away into Babylon as captives. It was like what is happening right now in Ukraine. More than three million people are, are, were fled, uh, fleeing from the, their homeland as refugees. But Israelites, they were not refugees. They were captives. They lost everything. They, they were heartbroken when they were in Babylon. And the Babylonians, they teased them. Why don't you sing your song? And Boniem sang that song. By the river of Babylon. That's Psalm 137. Let me read it for you. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and there we wept when we remembered Zion. Zion is Israel. On the willows there, we hung up our harps, for there are our captors. Asked us for songs. Why don't you sing? And our tormentors asked for mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. And they said, How could we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? 
it captures the sentiment of the Israelites in Babylon very well. But human beings, we human beings are strange creatures. We adapt so well. Later they got used to lifestyle in captivity. Life in Babylon became very comfortable. Even better than their life in Israel. They were more abundant, more money, more food, more luxuries. And they could even go up to a higher uh, position in Babylon. So they were very comfortable. Uh, later, you know, Babylon was invaded by per Persia. And Persia, uh, you know, uh, captured Babylon. And then the, 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 the Cyrus uh, told them, why don't you go home? He let them go. They didn't want to go. I'll give you money. Go back to your home. No, they didn't want to go back. Because it was higher kind of society, higher civilization. They were more comfortable in Babylon than in uh, Jerusalem. But unfortunately, even though they had comfort, luxury, and abundance, they lost God. They lost God. They didn't think about God. In their consciousness, there was God no more. You know, when you don't have God in your consciousness, what happens? Do you know what happens? You absolutely depend on what you see. That's what happens. When you don't have con uh, God in your consciousness, you live by what you see. Car, beautiful house, money, food, vacation, everything is about what you can see. You absolutely depend on what you can see when you don't have God in your consciousness. Only through faith you can go beyond what you can see. Their life was filled with many, many things, but somehow there was no satisfaction in them. And I realized these days that, you know, satisfaction can never come from what you can see. Satisfaction can never come from physical things. Like great food and great uh, uh, the things that you buy. Temporarily, you feel good. You feel good. I admit, you know, when you buy new, you know, clothes and designer's clothes and whatever, new gadget, you feel good for a while, but it can never give you satisfaction. That's what I realized. And these people, they never had that satisfaction, even though they had everything, more things than uh, in Israel. That's why Isaiah said this. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? What he meant was, why do you spend your money for the bread that does not fill you up and your labor that does not satisfy you? Why do you do that? They had bread, they had money, and they worked hard, but nothing really satisfied them. They were lost. They were lost. And our God is good God. 
God did not leave them alone. Today's passage, God was inviting them to come back to me. God wanted to give them the living water that satisfies you. There was a woman in Samaria. She failed marriage uh, and she was not happy and she could not find satisfaction anywhere. And then she met Jesus. And knowing her so well, Jesus said this to her. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. But water Jesus was talking about here was not water that you can see. It was the water that you could not see. You cannot see. And that water that you cannot see, that satisfied her. She was fully satisfied. When you come to God, you are introduced to the world of what cannot be seen. We discover that God is much greater than you can imagine. That's a real finding of God. When you really find God, you realize God is much bigger than you can imagine. Isaiah found that. So he said, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. When we pray, you realize, ah, God is much, much, God's ways are much, much higher than my ways. And God's thoughts are much, much higher than my thoughts. A lot of people pray wrong. They go in with their personal prejudice and they come out with ordination of God's, I mean God's blessing with their personal prejudice. That's wrong. But when you do the right prayer, you realize how wrong you are, how small you are. You come out changed instead of coming out with the absolute certainty about your own prejudice. Many times, we don't see the whole picture of life. When we suffer, we don't see hope. We only see suffering. When we are sick, we don't see healing. We only see our sickness. But that's not the whole picture. That's only the half of the picture. Let us focus on God, whose ways are higher than our ways, and let us live our lives in God's hands, whose thoughts are higher than our thoughts. In a way that you cannot even imagine, 
God will allow you to be able to see what you could not see before. Life's happiness is hidden in what cannot be seen. That's what I, that was what I shared yesterday in my inner voice. God calls into being things that are not. God is creator and he creates life from the dead. With God, we can hope for things that look impossible in our eyes. When we have hope, we can imagine things that are not visible to us. That's what prayer is. Prayer is not seeking what we can see, but what we cannot see. Yes, that's what prayer is. Prayer is imagining what we cannot see. I mean, that, word, that, that message came so strongly to me. Prayer is imagination. Imagine what you cannot see. That's what prayer is. When you see all your doors are closed, imagine a small opening of the door. When you see your sickness, imagine healing. When you see tears, imagine your tears being wiped away. When you see war, imagine peace being restored. That's what prayer is. It's a power of imagination. When you, when you pray, you start living not by what you can see, but by what you cannot see. That's a prayer life. Your life will change. How do you see your life? What is your attitude of life towards life? I hope that you understand St. Paul's understanding of life. We do not live by sight. We live by faith. I would love to sing with you that imagine that song. But yeah, I mean, we can't do that right now. I mean, if uh, we have praised him, we could maybe do it. But <laughs> we cannot do it. Maybe John Lennon's imagine. Let's sing together. Jesus, we enthrone you.